Here the old gods are dead. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, uh, this is a Creepy Wee Podcast. I'm Rebecca with Liam. Hi. And that one's so gormless. <laughs> every time I, I, I try and say hi normally every time. Have you ever seen like, uh, with Trixie and Katya from Drag Race? And there's the episodes where Trixie's trying to be nice. And she's like, hi. <laughs> I feel very like that whenever I try and like, because I either come across super, super faggy, which I guess is realistic, but it's not like, winning awards you know um <laughs> or i come across like hi <laughs> <laughs> and yet the transcripts technology still thinks we're the same women <laughs> <laughs> like when i normally speak like when i'm on this podcast like my voice is quite deep i can it's quite deep right now but when i say like hey this is gonna be my podcast <laughs> Like, fuck, I can listen to this podcast. And they're like, oh, you sound so polite. And I'm like, oh, right. Sound like that. Oh, yeah, sometimes sometimes when you introduce us, I'm like, oh, look at her. Pretend that he's the hunchies, no. Today we're going to be talking about the Kaliak. Liam, you've done an interview, yes? I have done an interview. You're in for a treat, girls. Oh, you're in for a treat. I am the world's best interviewer. It has to be said. <laughs> like, Becca's not heard this yet. Like, I just finished recording the interview and then Becca's not heard it before I've sent it to her to edit. So she's going to literally want to murder me. So I I deliberately did it like this because I know how much editing it's going to require and I know it's not me doing it. So... I just sit by the phone waiting for Liam to call me so we can do this podcast like for the last... You know, like two hours, and I can't when we were going to be phone in, and he was on time. But I still like sat and just watched TikToks for like two hours until we were due to record. That being said, I was on TikTok the day. I don't know who else uses TikTok, but me and Liam do. It's her yeah. main format of communication. Yeah, and, uh, I was on TikTok like two seconds before you phoned. Right, TikTok, which is Tumblr two point in terms of oh. it's like social justice and like weird digressions and stuff. Honestly. It's got a reblog button now. <laughs> sure. I like this is what I've been dying to tell you that TikTok's got a reblog button. And I just tried to mm-hmm. test it out and it hasn't come up on my profile, so I don't know where it went. 
So it says that you can repost that, to share share to friends, and I'm like, where has it gone? Because I did I did repost something, but I don't know that, where it went. That's and, crazy. Like that's um, that's great. They're, they're going to have tags in the bottom of it now, and it's like hashtag this is amazing, hashtag super who lock. <laughs> um, like, but I'm oh like God. scared now because I just picked like a random video of it, like a a woman was like buying a dress for Zara. And there was a rat sewn into the dress, and it was just some random video <laughs> like that. And I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna try this repost button." And I don't know where the video has gone, or if anybody got a notification that I did that. So, like, it might come up on your for you page, Liam. I'll check right now, guys. Bear with. <laughs> we can edit this to me. It should be at the top of your for you page, or like following or something. It should be like a rat sewn into a Zara dress. This is just so irrelevant, but like. <laughs> Okay, well, I can't find it anywhere. Oh my god, I wonder where it went. Like, if anybody's got a notification that I've just, like, reposting rap videos. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I, guess. I mean, the the Tumblr discourse on TikTok is relevant to us because me and Liam actually met on Tumblr. No, How is, horrific is that? That's is the horror true, part. Yeah. Of, the, the horror part of your podcast is that it's me and Liam actually part. met on <laughs> 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 Actually, um, we met on Tumblr, which is embarrassing whenever I tell people that. But I mean, we had viral posts. No one will ever know the name of our handles because that I don't want. I don't want known uh, for the viral posts. But... <laughs> they want cancelled. <laughs> You're not going to be cancelled. All you did was be gay and did crime. Yeah, um, crimes against humanity. <laughs> crimes against myself. <laughs> Grievous bodily harm. Wait, what is that? It's like when you're on a, Ken in, in America they call in America they call it assault. Like Ken, like when you like if you're on a night and you punch somebody. Well, that's no, that's not here. We we call it grievous bodily harm here. Shut up. Shut up. No, no <laughs> I don't know. I did study law, but like journalism law, so like I didn't kind of like the ins and outs of like every single thing. But obviously, I've done cases on grievous bodily harm, and that's what appeared to be to me. But it's been years since I did like anything today with like news, so. Um, if there's any lawyers or any journalists yeah. there, correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, Denny. <laughs> don't, because we don't take criticism. We're literally just having fun and being ourselves. So, yeah. fuck you, mom. Fuck you, dad. Um, anyway, so what's your like worst moment of your life this week? Because I know mine. Um, well, the fact that we couldn't get the podcast out last week. Yeah, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, because so the, the the power at B does not want us to put this episode out. I don't know why. Um, because it's it's good. I think it's good. But the plan's good. Um, <laughs> but so as you all know, I was homeless. I found a flat now, but I'm not allowed to move in yet. And I've been living with my friend, and his Wi-Fi contract came to an end. Like two days before we were supposed to record and then he turned around to me and he was like oh the wi-fi runs out this day and i was like sorry what <laughs> and to, then be I fair, to be fair i had been out the night before and was was ready enough to record but when liam was like my wi-fi is cut out i was like i don't know if this is a blessing or a curse that i can't record in the condition that i'm in because my voice was like my voice isn't like brilliant as it is but it's like actual <laughs> shit 
Like, I was like, I can't record like this. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that I've waited. <laughs> yeah, well, just every time we tried to record it, something else went wrong. Like, it was my sister's wedding. Fuck you for getting married. I couldn't do my podcast recording then. You're <laughs> <laughs> so fucking selfish. Congrats um, to your sister, I guess. I guess. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but we got it done, and as we said, we have a treat for you this episode. So I've interviewed my friend, Cara Murray, from the Kalia Collective, or however you say it. We're going to say it 20 different ways in the episode. You know the you know the drill by now. Um, and that interview is going to come up after this break. So, I'm here with my friend Cara, who's laughing at me. Liam just told me not to be awkward. <laughs> I said, don't be awkward, or I'm locking you in the cage. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm here with my friend Cara Murray from the... Wait, did I just dox you? Wait. Are you okay with your surname being a... Um, I might not be. No, I'm joking. Out. That's okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cara Murray from the... How do you say it? Uh, okay. Okay. So, I... You go. You go. Uh, Kalia. I say Kalia. Kalia. That makes more sense, I guess. I think. So, I think it's actually Kalia. Is that what you said? That's what. I said. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I think it might actually be that. Okay, let's just like pretend. Let's, we'll stick with one. So, Tara yeah. Murray of the Kalia Collective. We're just going um, to uh, a small art collective. Well, not small anymore. Well, popping off with the following. <laughs> um, uh, an art collective based in the Highlands of Scotland, but with a with a further reach than that now. Yeah, we've done some like bigger projects that yeah. are like wider than the Highlands. Yeah, but like main focus is the Highlands. Yeah, um, which is really quite a quite a good thing to have because when we were growing up, there wasn't. Oh, me and Cara friends. <laughs> Wait, no, no, we're not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so growing up, we didn't really have a lot of opportunities. It was like the Highland Print Studio and the youth, youth whatever. Yeah, and the Youth Arts Hub. And then, I mean, there's a few different, like, small things. But, um, yeah, we kind of just wanted to... Yeah, a safe space. Yeah, a safe space. Yeah, a space for the queers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to all the queers listening, that was, like, actually serious. But, like, I made it a joke. Um I mean, it's not just for the queers. Anyway, I'm just going to have a wee interview with the old Cara here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I feel like I'm being awkward. I feel like I'm being awkward. I like, like, it might have sounded like a joke, but I did threaten her earlier. I said, don't be awkward. <laughs> no, now I feel like you've put that in my head. And now I'm <laughs> Um, so Cara can you tell me a little bit about what the collective does so um so far we've done like lots of little different projects um but mostly it's just like trying to like provide opportunities so we've done like like our first project we did a zine um that like featured I think it was like 30 maybe 28 30 um like younger highland Artist. Thank you. She just called me young because I was. 
Oh yeah, I'll put I'll put pictures of the Zena up on yeah, the, yeah. on the Creativity Podcast. Like on y'all. Yeah, yeah, I mean, talents. <laughs> we still have some if anyone wants to buy one. Just plug that there. Um, Link in bio. Yeah. Link in bio. <laughs> Just give me a message. Um, we've also uh, we did another zine recently that was like a was part of like an art writing competition. So we had like a talk, um, which is on our Instagram. Um, and What's then Instagram Kalia Collective. Nice. Simple. Well, we'll have that spelled <laughs> on the, on the yeah. Instagram for anyone. And yeah, we had like a little competition. So people sent in entries and we got funding by Creative Scotland or Young I can't remember who it was actually. <laughs> it was the no no it was the time to shine like fund it's like a young scot which i think is creative scotland thank you paid partnership <laughs> yeah so that we had like a competition and then we had like prizes um but that zine is also available to buy <laughs> um but we've also done like we did like a postal exchange project, which was really fun. And that oh, was I never like did part in that. And then I saw everyone else who did, and I was like, oh. it was so good. It was so nice. There was like over two hundred people that did it, and it was like across the UK, and it was like during lockdown as well. So yeah, like, you are doing really fun stuff. Like I always see that. Like, I mean, you haven't posted in a while. I know. <laughs> I know. But um, I'm expecting big things. Like y'all have acted in the summer, which is ironic for the name of the. Yeah, really? <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think right now we're just having a wee break. We're a bit like burnt out, <laughs> to be honest. Honestly, so fair. Yeah, Maybe. like it, it gets too much sometimes. Um, but like we're not, we're not gone for good. We're coming back. The therapeutic wee podcast. <laughs> yeah, I bow it. It's okay to take a break sometimes. <laughs> um, so how many of you are there in the collective group four? There's four of us. So there's me, Maddie, Katie and Rosanna. But the real collective is the friends we make along the way. Yeah. And, oh, you always have to do that, don't you? <laughs> Tara's a fan of the pod as well as a friend of the pod, so she knows Friend the, of the pod, she knows fan the of the pod. How do I work, make this about Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually haven't watched Game of Thrones. Tara didn't have Sky growing Am up, I... and she makes her whole personality now. <laughs> like, you make it my whole personality. <laughs> I did not. So... The four of you, um, why did you decide on that name for the collective? Well, we wanted like a kind of like Scottish name because obviously it's like the focus was like Highland. Aye. Aye. <laughs> Aye. Um, and... You need to go. <laughs> Shut up. It's Scotland today. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was really good. I will be doing... Um, Voice work. What do you call that? Voice work. Is it? Like, <laughs> I think so. Voice actor. Yeah. Okay. Pop off this. Um, anyway, continue. Um, yeah, and then I, like, found the story of the Kaliak and, like, the fact that she's, like, the create, like, the creation goddess. Yeah. And she I was like, them. yeah. She's got yeah. So I was like, creative people, creative goddesses. This could work. And also, you're a cold bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Um, that's quite interesting, actually. Yeah, I just thought it fit, but it's also 
quite annoying because none of us speak Gaelic. So. Do you not? No. Nobody spoke Gaelic. No. None oh. of us speak Gaelic. So, like, anytime anyone asks, like, what's called or, like, how to pronounce it, or like. It's different every time. Literally, <laughs> it's so bad. And I'm, I do apologize to all those Gaelic speakers out there. It's about trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it's about trauma. Um, so. The four of you, I'm like, I know Maddie didn't, I'm pretty sure none of those people went to our school. Like, how did you meet? Like, how did you become friends? Yeah, so me and Rosanna are from Inverness. Maddie's from like just around Fort William, and Kate's from Kyle of Vakalsh. So when we were like, I think it was like 2016, there was like this summer school um, being hosted by Room 13, which is like a little kind of arts thing in Fort William where we just had like a week and we were up um in Strontian, like up north. We were in this like school and there was like you know how like in like rural areas like people have to like stay over like at school. Yeah. So we were like in the school and then we were in like the little boarding house like as well, like staying there. You were Jimmy private school girl. Yes, very much that. Um <clears throat> and like that week we just had like a week to like make stuff and there was like artists that were like facilitating it yeah so we met at that and we all just like clicked and then yeah we always kind of like wanted to have a little collective and then like we were thinking about it for a while and then in lockdown 2020 is that when it started well we only we launched it in september but that's when like i messaged everyone and i was like wait we should do this so you're in charge no i would say it's a non-hierarchical <laughs> wait, that space good, that, that was good interview like i put you on the spot i know i feel like you're like important. that like what's gotcha. his name it was my gotcha moment yeah in lockdown yeah i like messaged everyone and i was like i think we should do this and just because i was like because i didn't go to art school and i came back up here i was just feeling like quite isolated um yeah i feel like sob story we were all feeling like that in isolation <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah. <laughs> i know but i no, mean I'm like kidding. i'm kidding guys <laughs> no I, i'm crying guys i'm very, literally crying right now you're valid and that's okay you're valid um no i meant like creative wise well, <clears throat> like obviously everyone yeah, was like because, isolated. yeah because the whole thing was like artistic ideas is sharing yeah, and getting other people's critique collaboration, and I guess like Instagram's great for that in a sense. In that, with lockdown happening, you could still get yeah feedback. I guess yeah, but it was like you you don't have the people to bounce off of. I get I get what you mean. Yeah, like so much of it is about like sharing like ideas and, and yeah techniques, skills, and like passion, information, and just yeah fluids. And I just thought like it would be nice for something like fun up in the highlands something for the girls something for the girls something like the, the highland summertime. girlies yeah yeah because i just it's quite hard to like find people up here and we just like wanted to make something that made that like a little bit easier that's excellent <laughs> um, you were just looking at me and i was like that was good um, no thank you um so i'm a big I'm a big fan of my own work. <laughs> and your collective's okay too. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan of the um, the collective. I've been following you since day one um, on three separate accounts. Now I, think I follow you on four different accounts now. What other Instagram account? Oh, you could be wee bug. Yeah. Uh, 
at uh, the creepy we pod at the creepy we pod um <laughs> um so yeah i'm a big fan do you have any projects coming up there's nothing like set in stone but we want to like make another zine no i think actually like the route yeah. that like we want to go down now that like i mean obviously we're i don't know what's gonna happen with lockdown and that but in these uncertain times yeah but i feel like covid is not as like <clears throat> uncertain as it was yeah, there's there's a lot of the government are flops, but scientists have been putting a lot of effort into like making so many things, like putting in so many hours. Uh, They've been working hard. To apply, uh, working Monday, um, but they never lost one minute sleep, and no, <laughs> they laughed, they cried, they took a shot. Oh, they gave you a shot. They gave you a shot. You all get a shot. <laughs> you get a shot. You get a shot. You get a shot. Um, we are segueing so hard. I know. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot more measures in place that make it a lot more. Yeah. So I would possible to do things. I would like to do more in person things because I feel like, Orgy. like, um, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Sorry, <laughs> to anyone that got excited. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like actual in-person things would be really nice. Like maybe some workshops or like a little meetup. We always kind of want oh, to do that. Like a little morning. art club. Like that would be so fun. Yes, you could start doing that thing where people like go around school and they're like, this is what we do. You should do this too. Well, not forcing your ideas. Not like a regime. I'm terrified like of children. <laughs> I am terrified. Uh, no, not even children, just like teenagers. And where do you think that comes from? <laughs> no, I'm giving up right here now. <laughs> I feel like you, I'm Megan. Are you scared of them or were you. <laughs> silenced. <laughs> I wish I was silenced right now. I wish I'm you were silenced. Silenced, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? <laughs> I actually, my brain can't do this today. Um, um, oh, yeah. Back to the point at hand. Uh, every time I say something, I lose my train of thought. Oh, yeah, we'd like to do, yeah, like more like in person things. Um, I'd quite like to do like a big party. Maybe I shouldn't be leaking all these secrets, but. No, this is good shit. Yeah. I mean, for me. For you, maybe I just not. feel like an event would be so fun and we could have, like, DJs When I, stuff. You're being held accountable when you say it now. Yeah. Oh my god, DJs, yeah. Like, people like from the Highlands. Yeah. Get some, hard. like, Highland musicians. Because we don't want it to just be, like, visual art. Like, obviously, that's all of our kind of... Forte. Yeah. I would like to promote, like, all kinds of creativity. But obviously, like, we're all kind of, like, visual artists. Um, or like we all work with like kind of material, visual yeah. forms, but um, yeah, music's fun too. <laughs> <laughs> I love music. One of my favorite artists is Arca. <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, okay, but not I, just I music. Agree. Yeah, not just, just music. Just I don't Sounds, know everything. Yeah, adjectives, <laughs> nouns, <laughs> places, people. Wait, places, I guess, are art. Expand. Boom, chica, 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 art. Oh, my God. 
He's all right. I'm all right about that, and I've always said it. Um, well, I don't really think I have any other questions for you right now. Am I done? You're done. You're done. I'm done. You're done. I'm done. Um, well, thank you for coming along. Thank you um, for having me. You're so welcome. So that's Cara Murray from the Palia Collective. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, we'll put the Instagram name in in, in our Instagram post, I guess, <laughs> um, after the episode. Um, pause for a dramatic effect. Um, do you know how to spell it? I do, actually. It's C A. I L L E A C H Collective. Yeah. Um well thank you, Karen Murray from Kaliak Collective. Thank you, Louis Nielsen from Kuzli Fox. I've said it differently every time. I know. I've said it di- I It's okay, I well, don't even know how to say it. Anyway, <laughs> is Becca with a little story on who Kaliak really is in Scottish folklore and myth. Hi Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Hi, Cara. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> We're recording this separately for everyone listening. So, like, Becca saying hi, Cara was cringy. So, like, Bully threw eggs at her. Shame. Shame. Oh my God, I did it. I made a game. No, in the interview, you don't know this yet. But in the interview, I was like, how do I make this about Game of Thrones? And I just did it. Shame. Shame. I I literally, when I was doing my research for this, I was like, I'm not going to make Cara about Game of Thrones. And then. <laughs> I, I, and there was a bit where I was like purposefully like I could mention Game of Thrones here and I'm not going to, but now I am. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you got the green light. It's okay. <laughs> so the Kaliak is a Celtic deity, and she's basically like the witch of winter or the queen of winter. Her name comes from the old Irish Kaliak, which means veiled one, or means old woman, hag. Old bitch, nasty, like. dirty, <laughs> smelly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, so she in Scotland, where she is also known as Bira, she's credited with making the mountains and large hills, particularly in the west of Scotland and the Western Isles. And these features were formed by her feet. <laughs> um, when she took big massive steps across the land, she would form like stepping stones basically, and then there's other other variations sure. where she would be carrying, she's always carrying a big basket. Yeah. She's always got somewhere to be and she's always carrying a big basket and she drops shit out of her basket all the time, apparently. Because yeah. uh, she drops clay out of her basket and it sometimes forms hills or mountains. But the, there's other variations too where she carries a huge hammer. And she yeah, I was about to think, I thought she carried a hammer. <laughs> there's like several, I was reading a book by Donald Alexander Mackenzie. You might remember him for the Scottish Customs and Superstitions episode. No, wait, it was the Scottish Vampires episode. Because he was the one that like, I think it was the Bouvinci he wrote about, because I was like, oh, I know his name. But he's quite a famous Scottish folklorist and he's, he puts in like every iteration that there is. So there's the basket, there's the hammer, there's the feet, and there's the staff. She uses the staff along with a hammer. So she basically like shoves Not her, her staff in. Her hammer sickle era. <laughs> she um, shoves her staff into the ground and it forms springs and rivers. 
the largest feature that she created was actually Scotland. So it said that she would be like one time she was walking across, which I can only assume is the sea because she's a giant and um, clay fell for her basket and it formed Scotland. And another piece of clay fell out of that basket once, once Scotland was formed, uh, this huge piece of clay fell out and it created Ben Nevis, which is the highest peak in the British Isles and in Scotland, obviously. Um, in other yeah. cases, well, sorry, what? Yeah, she's she's big, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just like normal size. Well, well not like normal size. I'm not being sizes or anything. Sorry, Kalia, um, if you're listening. <laughs> but like, I just I just thought she was like normal height. Um, I would I would assume so because her feet managed to shape the ground and because because she managed to walk in the sea where basket no being in the sea a lot of deities can actually like change size like so like sometimes she would appear as like a small old creepy woman and then other times she's well Donald Mackenzie he says that Bira was a one eyed giant with white hair dark blue skin and rust coloured teeth kind of like. Um, I've heard the that. the Night King, <laughs> the Game of Thrones, uh, <laughs> with the blue skin and the busted teeth. Um, but a lot of a lot of Scottish giants. So like, if I'm going along where he, the one eyed, blue skinned, giant purple people here, uh, <laughs> the that one eyed blue skin kind of thing. I've read about Scottish giants before where they hear like blue skin and one eye, and they've got like one leg one giant leg on upon which they hop that's what oh. scottish giants look like so i don't know if she's like another variation of a scottish giant yeah with the blue skin and stuff but it appears that she has all her limbs yeah <laughs> really just you know, the one foot do you know what I, do you know what else i've heard about scottish giants like because they have that one eye the reason they mm-hmm. don't have the other eye is because they leave it out to keep an eye out for selena <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me some great fact about Scottish folklore that I've never heard. Gotcha. Uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> the Kaliak displays several traits befitting the personification of winter. She uses her staff to freeze the ground and she also fights spring. Well, she fights against like the changing of the seasons. She constantly wants it to be yeah. winter, essentially. So in partnership with the goddess Brigia, I think that's how it's pronounced. I always thought it was Bria. Bria, is that not like a name for Kaliak though? Uh, anyway, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, ex- I'll explain. So, uh, the, in partnership with the goddess Bria, she, the Kaliak is seen as a seasonal deity or spirit. So she rules winter between Samhain and Biltana, the first day of summer. While Bria rules the summer months between Biltana and Samhain. So some interpretations have the Kaliak and Bria is like two faces of the same goddess, so that might be why their names are so similar. Yeah, I actually, I believe I did this, I'm not trolling you this time. I actually did read something once, I'm pretty sure, where it's like, so you're saying like two faces of the same goddess, like I read something about how like, um, there's sort of like symbolism in it, that she's this beautiful like young woman in spring, Mm -hmm. and she kind of just like gets older through summer and it's like the season of a year is kind of just like her life cycle almost and then into autumn like after Samhain that's when she starts winter and then that's when she becomes like this old like crone um, and she becomes more decrepit and it's sort of like symbolism for like how the trees change and how nature changes through 
the seasons. That's the version I like the most. Me too. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> I, like, I like them. I like um, Breezia and is it Bre- Breed? I don't know. Some people say it differently. And the Kaliak being the same person. Yeah. Uh, there's other interpretations of the story where the Kaliak um, slowly turns to stone on Beltana and then returns to flesh during seven in time to rule the winter months. I so, like when she's too. when she's solid, the the Earth manages to. <laughs> yeah, the earth manages to like fall out and it's the sun is able to shine and stuff is able to grow because she's not there and yeah. then as she like returns to flesh on seven she can make it cold again yeah. depending on the local climates and the transfer of power between the winter goddess and the summer goddess is celebrated by like february the first which is the earliest and beltana the first of may at the latest which is this is called lahal Brija. um and then Local festivals marking the arrival of the first signs of spring may be named either the after the Kaliak. There's like loads of like local traditions that are like named after like these different these different celebrations are named after yeah. either Kaliak or uh, Brigia. Um, Lafiel Brigia is also a day the Kaliak gathers her firewood for the rest of the winter. So legend has it that she intends to make winter last a while longer. If she does have that intention, she'll gather up more wood uh, and she'll make sure that the weather on February the 1st is bright and sunny that's so she can gather plenty of it and keep herself warm for the coming months. And then as a result, people are genuinely relieved if uh, Lafiel Brigia is on a day where it's like dark and cloudy or rainy. I never knew that. That's cooler. So if it's if it's dark and cloudy, it means that the Kaliak is asleep. She'll run out of firewood um quicker because she's like been asleep all day basically and which means winter is nearly over so if she's collecting firewood on a sunny day at, on the first of february it means that winter will last a tiny bit longer which is i can't take that this year first <laughs> of february if, it, if the first of february is sunny i'm leaving i'm i'm moving country <laughs> Fuck um, Scotland. No, <laughs> so the, this tradition uh, the first of february being used to like collect firewood and stuff like that if it's if it's sunny on the first of february that kind of tradition it's believed to have remained in america but we're groundhog in place of the Kaliak, and it's known as groundhog day i didn't bother to double check if that's actually what groundhog day is because i didn't care and this is now yeah. an american folklore po- podcast so if there's any americans out there or somebody who lives in america who can tell me what the fuck groundhog day is because i've only seen the film and it's Which not really is... about groundhog day <laughs> yeah but it's so good yeah, it's really I love that film. Watch yeah, I love it, everyone. It. Highly recommend. Who's that, Tom so, Hanks? Uh, no, it's Billy, Bill Murray. Oh, I always get them confused. I all literally always get them confused. I'm so embarrassed right now on this pod, but whatever. <laughs> so, according to Mackenzie, the winter solstice marked the end of her reign as the Queen of Winter, at which time she visited the Well of Youth, which is fictional. Although I did Google it and it said that there's one on the Isle of Skye. I mean, there's... I mean, I think folk like just hear these folklore stories and go, oh, this is where Isla that Sky. is. Yeah, it's always Isle of Skye. Like, how can there be yeah. so much stuff on that? Have you ever been to the Isle of Skye? <laughs> like, it's not no, that big. No, I've, I've like, been look... here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck, fuck, Joe knows. Um, there's in Scotland the Kaliakin, which literally means old women, uh, are also known as storm hags, are seen as the personifications of the elemental powers in nature. It's, specifically the destructive aspect of nature. And they are said to be particularly active in raising windstorms 
uh, in spring, kind of like in spring when it gets like really windy and rainy just before summer yeah. and the changing of the seasons. This is known as Akalia, which is just means like a stormy, rainy period. So aye, that's essentially who the Kaliak is, what she looks like, what she does. It can be quite confusing because there's quite a lot of different versions of the same story, which is true for like every single deity, no even just Celtic, like Greek, like Norse, etc, etc. Like they've all got like yeah. different things behind them. So I would like... I would recommend that anybody, if they want to hear like every single iteration in detail, I mean, it's not that detailed, I did try my best, but Donald Mackenzie's like Scottish folklore books are really good. You can find them like free PDFs online because he died like 100 years ago or something. Um, but I, uh, I'll let Liam tell us a story about how, well, one of the ways that um, the Kaliak brings winter in. So, um, as Becca's already said, Kaliak is like responsible for making like Ben Nevis and everything. Um but there's more to her than that. So she, again, I said, brings in the start of winter. And it, it, this happens at the end of, of Samhain, Halloween. As soon as that's over, she's like, I'm here, girls. I'm I, I'm ready to go. Um, <laughs> and then what she does, the first thing she does when she's awake again, she's like, I've got to wash my clothes. And she'll, <laughs> <laughs> she'll go to the to the Corrybrecon, um, which is like... Um, a natural whirlpool between Jura and Scarborough. And do you know what is an actual fun fact about this? It's one of only seven naturally occurring whirlpools in the world. So like, it is Scotland... big and very scary. Like yeah. if you Google it, like it's very ominous. Yeah, like it makes you believe in like otherworldly things. Like it's 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 a force of nature. Um <laughs> but basically what happens with her bringing in winter is she'll go to the Cory Rican and I guess I should have realised that she was a giant. Like, I feel so stupid now because I'm, like, thinking about how what she does is she takes off her plaid, her plaid, however you pronounce it, and she'll wash it in the Cory Rican and then it, when it comes out, it's pure white and she just drapes it over um, over the mountains to dry and that's what creates the snow. That, oh, that's cute, isn't it? Oh, I love that. She's washing her wee clothes. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, every time you read a story about the Kaliak, though, like you think she might be like evil or something, but that sounds quite cute. Yeah, you're and like, she oh, made Scotland. She's... How is she a baddie? <laughs> yeah, she's she's kind of like just your granny. She's Scotland's granny. Oh. Um, yeah, so she just lies it out to dry, and I think it's really nice that like her first thing she does when she wakes up is. Washes her wee blanket. <laughs> um, but what I find there's actually a, a story about the the Cory the Cory Brecon of why it's called what it's called, which I find very fun. So I'm just going to tell that for you now. So basically, there was a prince of well, this is up for debate. It's either Norway or Denmark, and depending on who's telling the story, um, and he came over and he fell in love with. Um, a Scottish noblewoman, a noble girl, uh, material girl. Um, <laughs> and her dad was like the Lord of the Isles at the time, like around Jura. And he proposed that he wanted to marry the maiden and to ask for her hand in marriage. And to to prove his worth, he was tested to spend three nights with his boat, like anchored in the, <clears throat> in the Cory region or whatever it was called before this. He accepted the challenge because he was so taken by the maiden. 
And before this, three wise men um, came oh. to visit him. Three wise, I should get you not. Three wise men um, came to visit him and were like, you should take ropes to anchor yourself. And I'm like, this part of the story, I'm kind of like, um, what else was he going to like? What, what else was he going to do? <laughs> Just the boat would sit there. <laughs> but um, they said, you should take three ropes, one for each night. And one should mm-hmm. be made of hemp. One should be made of wool. Oh. And one should be spun from the hair of the maiden. Um, and, yeah. Did she have to go bald for this? Yeah. <laughs> I, it might be like sort of like a Shrek, um, Shrek the Third Rapunzel moment where it's actually just been a really big bald cap the whole time. Like <laughs> um, but yeah, so and like basically the the hair is braided and like her her purity and her um, innocence will like anchor you or whatever all, uh-huh. all that all that metaphor <laughs> nonsense but the story gets good um so on the first night he went out and he anchored his boat and he used the hemp and yep. the hemp anchor it broke but the boat was spared and he <laughs> came back into land in the morning rested up got his grind set on went back out again that evening and the second night he anchored his boat with the cotton anchor and Mm -hmm. again the anchor broke but the boat was spared and he came back into land and now on the third night he used the maiden's hair the rope made the rope woven from the maiden's hair and he threw that into the water and it like i said was relying on her um purity um to keep him through but the hair the rope made of the hair broke, and then he sort of realised, oh, maybe she's not as virtuous as I thought. Oh. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I kind of love that for her. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes. Material get girl. Whole, get your whole girl. Material girl. Um, <laughs> anyway, the boat drowned. He died. Um, the boat so drowned. <laughs> the, the, like, everything, everything just went down. He drowned. Um, oh, my God. And his name was like... So it's, there's many spellings of it. There's like Brecon, Brecon, um, mm-hmm. but like one of them is the Brecon, like BH, Gaelic way of spelling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's called the uh, Cory Brecon. It's named after him. Like that's one of the legends of it. But then also it, like, what is the meaning of it? Something about the Cory mm-hmm. of the Plaid or something. So it could also be named after Kaliach. So yeah. Um, on the Wikipedia, it says like, "Oh, Cory Brecon, like it's like the basin of the Great Plaid or Plaid or whatever." Yeah. But, um, yeah, up for debate. Up for like, debate. like everything else, these things everything have like multiple, else. multiple meanings. But I'm gonna go with your one because I like it better. That's really good though. I love that. I love it. I love a folk tale. I I love a folk tale as well. And then my next one's gonna be a folk tale as well. So yeah, that's one of my that's one of my favorite Scottish folk tale stories. And now I'm going to tell another story, which I might have told already on the pod, but fuck it. This is this is my space. This is my safe space. OK. <laughs> um, and that involved this actually more strongly involves Kalia. And it's about how she um, made Loch Ness. Um, so basically, Kalia is Scotland's architect. She made the mountains. She made the lochs. She made like she did it all. She's. Me and Cara touched on this already. She's the she's the Celtic goddess of creation, which is mm-hmm. 
which is nice and it's yeah poetic about her collective's name which is cute um so basically because Kaliak only has one eye she obviously can't oversee everything at once like she she's she's up on her throne on Ben Nevis that's where she lives and she's like looking around she's like she can't look at everything at once so with her rivers one of them being the river Ness she used to have to have like maidens I'm talking a lot about maidens today I'm kind of obsessed with it but unlike you but (laughs) (laughs) unlike me Um, maidens are the original like pop girlies (laughs) um yeah so she used to have maidens that guard wells, and the river Ness was um, watched over by a maiden called Nessa. And Nessa used to have to, like, every morning she would go to the well and she'd make sure that it wasn't churning and overflowing so that the river just would flow normally. Mm-hmm. Um, but one day, Nessa was um, wooed by a, a young gentleman and she went off to see him and she accidentally stayed longer than she should have. And when she got back, um, she realised that the well had gotten out of control and it had spewed forth and the river Ness had like gushed out of this well that she was supposed to be watching over. And Kaliak noticed this and was angry. So like this this is where she gets less cute. This is where Kaliak gets less cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was angry at Nessa, who was just a stupid human um and <laughs> as punishment she said well this river's not gonna fix itself um so she um <laughs> uh, turned Nessa into Loch Ness to like dampen the end of the river to to catch it all um and that's that's so she's sort of like the spirit of Loch Ness if you will she's Nessie confirmed um, which I think is a like I think that's a cute story. I love Scottish folklore stories, so that's one of my favourites as well. That's cute, but also sad as fuck. But... Yeah, <laughs> like she's not allowed to have love in her life. Oh, men ruin that's everything. It. Yeah, that they'll distract you. That's the moral. The moral of the story is that men will distract. Yeah, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test, so <laughs> we can't rely on it. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I also wanted to finish on that story because next week, mm. or well, not next week, next episode is our 10th episode. So we're like, we've got to do something special. And we have thought long and hard. And those of you mm. who've been waiting for this for a long time, and we're going to do Loch Ness. Screw for your pocket, screw for your pocket. That doesn't chat well. <laughs> Liam. The the I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> my name fits, okay? Um, anyway, do you want to close us out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to editing this <laughs> um, and editing you and Cara, but I feel like Loch Ness, and Nessie specifically, uh, has been a long time coming. We are huge, huge stands. Inessi, we one hundred percent like we believe in her. We've seen her. She believes in us. She believes in us. I believe in you. (laughs) Oh my god, the way that I've got like so many plans for how to start and finish that episode, and I feel like I might actually put Kylie Minogue in there at some point, (laughs) like round it off. You. I, you're going to hit wait until it goes live, but I think you can already guess how I'm going to start the episode. <laughs> I fear. 
<laughs> any get not going to be the regular um, music for this next episode. <laughs> it will be, but it'll fade into a very nice uh, pop culture reference today with Nessie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be like the x <laughs> or anything like that, but... <laughs> I think I know now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I've seen this one before. Um, I did love So that. that is us. That's our first Celtic day that we've done. Um, much more to come. We've got a lot of planning today for our next few episodes. So if you do want to send in an episode request, you can send it to us at Twitter at the Creepy Wee Pod. Instagram at the Creepy Wee Podcast, or you can send it to our email address, thecreepywepodcast at gmail.com, or you can submit questions on our website as soon as I make that feature that I just brought out of thin air. Because uh, <laughs> I love getting myself more work today. Uh, <laughs> um, if we're friends, you can just text me um, and then I'll do that. Yeah. So make yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're my pal and you really, really want to hear something you can just message me and i'll feel obliged <laughs> to do it because i'm such a people pleaser <laughs> but that's us what a great episode liam we're just the best we're sorry the best. this is late oh my god play it's late okay bye bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.